0: Dot com 50 plus AM FM stations across the country and around the world iHeartRadio as well thanks for joining us back here on our big program and uh, we are going to get to our next segment here in just a few moments and uh, before we do that let's tell you about one of our fantastic new marketing partners at Transmedia Worldwide do you know who helps new writers become successful people who love to read But you know that. Sometimes though, new authors need a helping hand. There's an emerging author in Tasmania, Australia, trying to put together enough funds for her first novel. She's got the story. She has the will. She's even gone back to school to make sure she has the tools to give you the very best of what she has to give. Her name is Karen Eastland. Her new book is a fantasy romance story about a group of wacky female misfits, and it is called The Alternatives, and Karen is ready to release it just in time for Christmas. If you're thinking about helping a struggling artist this year, why not become part of something great and give The Alternatives the support it needs to become all it can be? Check it out today. Go to Facebook.com slash Author Karen Eastland or... Go to our website, J-I-G-G-Y-J-A-G-U-A-R.com. Click on the Karen Eastland banner and give her some support. Check it out today and tell them you heard about it here, Transmedia Worldwide. Now, let's get into our next segment of the big broadcast here on the Jiggy Jaguar Radio Show. We've got a great guest uh, waiting on the telephone. We are going to go to her right now. Uh, go ahead and give us a brief introduction on yourself, my friend.
1: Hi, my name is Francisco, and I wrote The Good Girl's Guide to County Jail, your guide to incarceration. And um, unfortunately, it's a little bit of a story about a real incident that happened with me getting arrested in California.
0: Well, well, t- 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 tell us a little bit about the uh, the book and why you decided to write it.
1: I decided to write the book because I got arrested for carjacking, with a deadly weapon and robbery, and I was charged basically for reclaiming my own car out of the pound after paying for it. So. Overcharged. I had no view of the penal code system in the U.S., and it was my first time in trouble with the law. So, I was sitting in county jail. I was told I may never get out; that it may take ten years. So, I started writing the book in jail as a sort of a preemptive. Uh, device to help girls who may find themselves in situations where they were arrested as well for things that they may not have done. And it's sort of a a guidebook for navigating through the penal system in a way that protects your rights and informs the reader and allows them to sort of take their own self-evaluation as far as how likely are they to be arrested, right, because the statistics are showing that rates for women are going up pretty exponentially, and I think that that's a real misnomer for people. I think that they don't understand how bad it is, but um, that was a really good indication of how bad it is. It took me nearly 59 days to get out on a misdemeanor rather than three felony counts. So, And it did, for the most part, destroy a good portion of my life as well after the fact. Wow. Yeah, so I felt I needed to write it for the American people with the problem with mass incarceration in the U.S., and um, the stakes have changed a little bit. And I'm, I spent a lot of time interviewing women in the jail with me because that was a population dorm. So I had the opportunity to really pick the brains of some mastermind criminals or some naive little girl who doesn't wrong, but now we're learning the hard way how to fight through the system. You know, it scared me. I, you know, I'm sure, it's a scary experience. You don't want to stay there. So I think any information on helping you learn how to not go there in the first place would be really valuable for the average person.
0: Now, uh, this this book is incredibly well written. Tell me about the writing process for the book.
1: Oh, thank you for saying that. My process. Um, because I started it in jail, I literally just took handwritten pencil notes and the line paper that they provided, but I was able to get the interviewing portion done by the time I got out of jail, and then when I got out of jail, I did a lot of statistical research, so then I just interwove that into what I'd learned on the inside. So I tried to write it in a way that was kind of crisp and clean, that wouldn't be depressing. It's not a topic you really want to read about. I certainly didn't want to ahead of time, um, so, you know, I, we content uh, content edited a lot of work as well, so it was it came down to make this, you know, like a travel guide, if you got arrested from arrest to release, here's what, you know, I'm going to hold your hand through this terrible experience in a way that isn't going to frighten you, maybe it will shock you, maybe it will initiate change in your own life, uh, and maybe you'll save yourself... 3 year member from incarceration as well. So I wanted it to be kind of fun. I wanted it to be a little bit of a parody of itself, the situation, as well as um, really well-researched and really uh, timely for for the mass population.
0: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. Now, um, what kind of reactions have you been getting to the book so far? My
1: um, when they hear the title they laugh a lot because they think oh well that's you know an interesting title um they uh, i'm getting a lot of really good reaction which you know you write something and you hope for the best and you hope you make an impact and then you wait and you see what happens but for for the most part good girls guide has gotten a really good start and i'm really pleased and i think it'll be really easy to market because it can help anyone you know
0: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on the telephone talking a little bit about her incredible, incredible latest book. Now, um, what do you want readers to take away from your writing?
1: I would like, from the writing, I think uh, I think I find it really readable. Like, it's captivating, so it'll be hard to learn a um, lot about a really tough Topic. So I think that's a really good thing. Mostly I just want people to understand that this is an epidemic in the U.S. Um, that people really aren't paying really close attention to, and I think it just is going to warrant some, no pun intended, closer look and closer um, visitation as far as, wow, this happened to somebody and I wasn't innocent. Or, I mean, I wasn't guilty. And, you know, there's plenty of people that get arrested for things and that are overcharged, and they just don't understand the process, and they're really lost, you know. And it's one of those things a lot of people tend to suffer through silently rather than pulling in supports and family members and people that can help you. So it's a bit of an eye-opener. Like, you know, any good person has a support system, right? There's sort of indicators. Would give you some relief from that private, uh lifestyle if you got incarcerated you know and you don't want to you don't want to go in and not know how much you can fight your own case because you have a lot of power as an in individual even if you're stuck in jail you know like there's lots of things that you can do to get some to get some help We've one gone. of them would be reading the book before you get arrested <laughs> That would be my recommendation. Because the fact is, you're not going to get the book in jail as much as you would have availability you would in the outside world. And it's just simple things. Like people, a lot of Americans don't even know what their normal human rights are, civil rights are. And when you're in that jail institution experience, you learn really quickly that you're not going to get those rights met. So, you know, it's very disheartening.
0: We've got a great guest with us today. She joins us live here on our big broadcast. Coast to coast, border to border on TuneIn, iTunes, Radio Loyalty, Stitcher, and the brand new Jiggy Jaguar app available in the App Store, jiggyjaguar.us. Now, um, what elements did you draw upon to develop this incredible book?
1: I drew upon, uh, thank you for asking that. That's a great question. I took um, the People that I was incarcerated with, sharing dorms with, and I all day long about what had happened to them in the past, were they repeat offenders? Had they you know, did they have a lawyer, did they have a public defender, what was that like? So I had this basic set of questions that I asked hundreds of women through the whole time that I was in there. I wasn't looking for their stories per se. I was looking for their opinions about the law and how it served or not served them. So, of course, those um, interviews are in the books. You get that really raw perspective from people who've been there before and don't want to go back. Um, then when I was out, I looked at statistics from organizations like the Sentencing Project and American Women in Prison and all those sort of big government that produce these reports yearly or bi-yearly that have all the great information about where the trends of incarceration are going. And that's where I really started to get horrified because they have you that know, the increase for white women alone in the last five years is like a 40% increase. So, you know, where the whole country is saying, oh, it's, you know, it's a different class of people, it's actually the number of different and it's, it's uh, women that are the highest ranking um, incarceration rise number. So that was worrying. And then I took the um, questions to lawyers, to criminal lawyers who specialized and had a really long career and lots of time behind them in the courts and justice system. And I interviewed them, too, and I tried to get their perspective from, you know, like, there's Stuff that your lawyer's going to tell you, and then there's stuff that your lawyer's not going to tell you, and that's what I was interested in learning because they don't want to put fear in you. They don't, you know, they want you to make it feel like you're going to be fine, and you're not. Like there's so many things that could go wrong in the courtroom. So it was really valuable to have that no holds barred opinion of, you know, the law process. And that, you know, when you do, I think one of the most valuable things I heard from one of the lawyers that I interviewed was that. By the time the police report is written and you've been arrested, you show up in court on your arraignment date, any judge and any DA is going to look at that as God's truth. So if the report's been over-embellished or fudged or whatever they've done to it, it's not going to translate that way in court. It's going to look worse in the court. So you're already starting off with this horrible overlay of dirt, and then you've got to kind of work your way through it it helped to get that perspective from the lawyers because um, you really need it. And I I have a lot of research into just, um, you know, the after effects of what happens to women when they come out of jail and they don't have support systems in place and things like that. And also... There's some really easy things that you can do to protect your own life in the way of affidavits and things like that that I recommend and that I've put in the book that are really easy to fill in and tear out, and I've sort of taken all the um, mystery out of. So if you've got kids and you're breaking the law and you know eventually you're going to get arrested, maybe it would be good to have one of these affidavits in place so that if something does go wrong. Your kids aren't going to suffer as much as they would have if you weren't prepared. So that was happening a lot as well. Like, it's a really dismantling of the American family, this whole mass incarceration move, and it's, it's really sad. I had no idea it was so bad, and I would never have believed it if I hadn't been there myself to see it with my own eyes.
0: We've got a uh, fantastic, fantastic guest with us today. She joins us live. Now, uh, before we let you go, my friend, how do we get a hold of you online? Well, uh,
1: there's a few places. Um, I do have a website, ellenmariefrancisco.com, and the publishing company,